This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. Warren, here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Friday, 16 December in the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, we are jammed wall to wall today, so let's get on with it. We got to go to the uh, to the border and we're bringing Todd Bensman uh, for Center for Immigration Studies, one of the top guys in the field. We also have Anthony Aguero of Real America's Voice in El Paso, Texas. We also have uh, Cash Patel is going to join us on the Intel side. Talk about President Trump's announcement yesterday on um, disinformation, misinformation, and also talks to us about some intelligence that is coming out now about the intelligence services, the Wuhan lab, the Chinese bioweapons program, all of that. Um, I want to go to Todd first. Todd, there's they made a big deal overnight, and I think you've warned us about this, but they've made a big deal overnight about a federal judge in Texas has ruled that President Trump's remain in Mexico policy has got to be kept in place. Explain to us, explain to the audience this ruling. The mainstream media is making it like a big deal that, oh, this is going to stop people. The emergency is not going to be that bad, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I want to know what the, the, re, the signal is, not the noise. Todd Bensman. It's meaningless uh, because the administration has already been uh, order to to maintain MPP uh, or you know remain in Mexico it's called uh, under court order and they filled it so full of exemptions and and holes that it, it they rendered it meaningless they don't like it they don't want it they don't want to implement it they can claim they're still sending a few back here and there but I can tell you on the other side in Mexico it's not a thing nobody is worried about MPP or getting kicked back under remain in Mexico. And just to give you an example, uh, if you, under the new rules of uh, maintaining remain in Mexico, the administration requires its people on the border to ask, are you afraid to return to Mexico? And if the answer is yes, guess what? You get a pass in to the country. Uh, if you claim you're uh, gay, uh, and and are afraid to you know be in Mexico because of it. You're in. It's a pass in. And furthermore, if you want, you can. Uh, if you get pushed back to Mexico, you can go through the port of entry on a humanitarian parole program or operation that they're doing. I keep reporting this. I think I'm still the only one in America who is reporting this program where thousands and thousands of people are able to be escorted through the port of entry under this legally questionable humanitarian parole with work authorization, by the way, uh, handed directly off to the Americans waiting for them. Uh, so there are lots of workarounds. Uh, I'm unimpressed by, by the ruling. And so technically it's in place, but if, if it's not being implemented, then it, it, it's not a deterrent. 
Uh, I hope Go back. that. What, ho, ho, hang on. Before explain what Trump did originally and what is MPP. Explain to the audience what MPP stands for and what the original purpose of this was and what the judge essentially ruled on to keep it in place. What is MPP and what was Trump's uh, initial intent on this? It was one of the most impactful tricks in the bag uh, that Trump rolled out, that he pulled out. It required immigrants who were going to make a claim of asylum to make your claim, but you got to wait it out in Mexico. So then people went home instead. Nobody came here for asylum. They came here to get into the country and wait for six years in a backlog line or not even bother, just disappear. And Trump understood this. So nobody came for the great Mexican dream. Uh, You have to wait in Mexico. And they all went home. And thousands more just didn't even bother coming because they were going to get kicked back into Mexico to wait for six years there. Nobody wants to wait for their years and years in Mexico. That's not the point of using asylum. The point of using asylum is as a way to get around Border Patrol, period. That's all it is. Uh, but the very first thing that Biden did when they entered office, I mean, literally on Inauguration Day, was they killed that thing. Uh, and the reason is because it was so impactful. Uh, it was probably the most impactful thing that Trump ever did at the border in terms of deterring people from coming. So that was the first thing to go. One of the very first uh, actions of the Biden administration was to put an executive order out there or basically rescinded Trump's executive order on remain in Mexico, correct? To basically signal to the world, hey, the floodgates are open, correct? It worked. Yeah, it worked. And Title 42 was doing the same thing. Uh, you know, Title 42 kind of mis- di- displaced MPP during the pandemic because 100% of everybody was denied access to the asylum system. Uh, when Biden came in, he got rid of it. He got rid of MPP, but he also opened up huge exemptions in 42 so that everybody could come in who was uh, in those categories, families, uh, pregnant women, unaccompanied minors. And that's what triggered the mass migration crisis that we still have today. So they, it's all about asylum. This thing is all about asylum. Everything is about asylum. What wouldn't, but the, the MPP is to make sure they can't, the remain in Mexico is to make sure they can't game the system to come here. Like you said, once they're here on these phony asylum claims, they go into the interior of the country and you lose track of them. They never show back up for the, for the, in, right. in, to keep track of them. They're not back in six years. They just get absorbed into the country. They get fake IDs, fake social security numbers. They're, they're, they're in, correct? And, and this, the yes. Trump. It, the, the Trump policies, the, the the complete set of the policies were what were able for us to get the control of the southern border that we had, correct? Yeah, it, MPP removed the foundational incentive of mass migration. The foundational incentive is to say, I want asylum, and then you get in, and you're in forever. They'll never come and get you. They'll never find you. You're just going to disappear. That's why we have 11 million, 12 million, maybe probably millions more than that, just permanently illegal, illegally in the U.S. When MPP was in operation, uh, when Trump was still in office, I went to Mexico and hung out with all those people that had been pushed back 
Uh, and I said, well, what's, what are you going to do now? And they're like, well, I'm gone, we're going home. You know, the United Nations actually rolled up buses and had a busing operation driving them all the way back to Honduras for free because nobody wants asylum. They don't, it's not a real thing. Um, they're like telling me, I'm not going over the, I'm not, I'm not staying here. Uh, I came here to get in. They told me I was going to get in and I didn't get in. I'm stuck in Mexico. I'm going home to the place that they supposedly fled in fear of their lives, uh, that they're going home. They're perfectly fine going home now. Uh, the judge, didn't the judge, or wasn't it argued that, didn't the judge realize that in saying it stays, it has to remain in place, that they 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 didn't have the right to, to, to take this executive order off? In saying that, didn't he understand that the system, what the Biden administration has got so many holes in it, particularly one they just made up, hey, I'm afraid to go back, and then you don't have, I'm afraid to go back to Mexico, then you don't have to go back? Did anybody put in front of the judge that the Biden administration is willfully, willfully? And this is I want to get to my favorite topic, the omnibus, which we're going to spend all two hours in and out on this thing. Yes, to impeach Mayorkas and Garland and all that and start with the invasion of the southern border. Yes, important, but it's going to take time. You got to do the investigations. You got to do the House. This is why we must have not Nancy Pelosi's hand on the gavel. For one year, if they pass the omnibus and they just gave themselves another week by passing a short term CR that takes it down to the, the, the 23rd of December, Friday a week. If you have Nancy Pelosi's, it's her budget. It's paid for. There's no way you can force them to the table today, immediately, starting the afternoon, January 3rd. You can't force them to the table by cutting off their money. And this is this is leverage. This is what you need. Um, did anybody get in front of the judge and tell him, Hey, they've made a joke of this thing. And so what you're telling them they can't take away has basically been cut to shreds because of their actions. I mean, this is a Texas, this comes from a Texas, Missouri lawsuit against the Biden administration, uh, for the way that they eliminated the policy. It ended up at the Supreme court. The Supreme court actually ruled five, four in favor of the Biden administration, but left open uh, the argument about the procedural uh, methodology that they use to eliminate the policy. That's what this is. So it's not really being argued on on anymore on those uh, you know on, on the basic uh, premise of whether or not the administration's following the law. It's whether or not they're following the regulatory requirements of eliminating the policy, if that makes any sense. So, yes. I mean, that's really what this is about now. It's not about the issues so much. Okay. Hang, hang on for one second. I want to bring to emphasize the point. Let's bring in Anthony Aguero from Real America's Voice in El Paso. Uh, give us an update, Anthony, about the reality of the what they've created as a, they say, a new Ellis Island, really the tip of the point of the invasion of uh, the United States of America through El Paso, Texas, uh, sir. That's right, Steve. Uh, unfortunately, the Judge Samaniego came out saying yesterday uh, that it's not 4,000 people that we're going to be expecting a day down here in El Paso. We're expecting a surge of over 5,000 people a day once Title 42 is removed in just a couple of days. Now, in order to 
alleviate some of the uh, some of the over uh, overflow that is happening down here in El Paso. They are going to be shipping or busing, should I say, these migrants to other uh, local other cities around the area, such as uh, Houston, Dallas, uh, Austin, and Denver. Uh, Denver, which has already declared a state of emergency ahead of time before they are actually dealing with this giant surge of people that are going to be coming through. Uh, currently, the, the El Paso International Airport looks like a like a like like a like a lodging facility. Everybody's scattered all over the floor, even outside. There are still tons of people sleeping outside, thousands of people sleeping outside in downtown El Paso. Uh, El Paso has been already awarded $6 million from FEMA, uh, $4 million of which they had already invested, had already spent. So they are left with only $2 million in reality to work with. Uh, this is just no end in sight. And people last night, over a thousand still on the border, uh, arriving Every single hour, Steve, it's it's outrageous what's happening out here right now. My understanding is how of the five thousand, not not all of them are going to pass through. Are they planning on like a thousand a day or fifteen hundred a day will remain in the general El Paso area, while the other thirty five hundred to four thousand get shipped inland uh, into other parts of the United States? So currently, the breakdown is as follows: uh, at least twenty five hundred people are coming in through the El Paso sector every single day of which 1,600 are being released into the city. Uh, the other 900 are finding else means to, to get out and leave the city, sir. So when it goes up to 5,000, when it goes to the 5,000, on because it's next week, it's the 21st of December, are they still going to keep 1,500 a day in El Paso? Is that the, is that the plan or is anybody talking about that? Uh, that's correct, sir. Uh, in fact, there is NGOs down here from El Paso right now looking into uh, servicing and renting out the El Paso County Coliseum to be able to house this giant influx of people okay. that are coming in next week. By the way, the mayor of New York uh, requested from the federal government a $1 billion to take care of the problem in New York. Uh, this is because they're going to ship them right up to New York, too. There's an invasion of your country going on. Why is nobody talking about it? Why is nobody at the ramparts of this? Where is Abbott in Texas? Right? Where's Ducey in Arizona? The Biden administration, they will get impeached for this, but that's going to take too long. It's got to be stopped now. Todd Benzman, Cash Patel, Anthony Aguero, next in the world. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees, but it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money in less than a year. Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic freedom, loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters, sq.com. 
and download the app today totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Um, I just want to make sure people understand. And the, and the number for the Senate is 202-224-3121. If I looked at my uh, Evercrack staff, 3124, you're sure? 202-224-3121 is the Senate switchboard. I can tell you, Chip Roy said yesterday in the Hill that in his, I think, four years here, or however long he's been here, two years, he's had more calls in the last two weeks in the House. Chip Roy, uh, I know the Senate, and we, we read you the quote from the Hill newspaper. The senator anonymously said, uh, you know, we hate getting the calls from constituents that hate this omnibus. We want everybody to light the boards up today because it gets to what actually has to happen. Remember, in using the appropriations bill to force a confrontation with the Biden regime, the other part nobody wants to talk about is they all got to go home. We got to have the remain, not in Mexico, but the remain back in home process after we after we secure this on the border part two is hey everybody's got to leave sorry you came in here in this asylum uh invasion of the southern border by the biden regime you got to go if we're going to impeach mayorkas and impeach garland eventually get to impeach biden over this everybody everybody's got to be held accountable got to go and we're not blaming these folks they did something logical when they were misled but hey it's still got to go it has to happen todd Benzman, CIS, what's your coordinates? And uh, before we know, hopefully get you back on tomorrow. This is a daily thing we're going to be on because this we've covered this obviously for years, but warned this audience. It is going to explode next week. They're talking about 5000 invasion right through El Paso. Twelve to 18000 was the Intel report. They're now saying 20000 per day. That would be two equivalent of two fully manned up army divisions a day invading your country illegally todd uh what are your coordinates and any any last warnings to the audience for today just a couple things to keep your eye on one is uh cities across the country will start to add their names to uh emergency declarations watch that uh you're going to start seeing a federal bailout form uh, for all these cities and the other thing is the administration is going to start saying things like, uh, this is as a result of smuggler disinformation. Uh, this is the smugglers are doing this. It's a disinformation. But the smugglers are actually great reporters. They're accurate reporters. And they're just telling everybody, they're letting you in. They're letting you in at El Paso. You can get in at El Paso. And that that's not disinformation. Yeah. So that's all that's BS. Right. Yeah, my they're also, they're also they're also hang on they're also watching CNN where they're talking about an amnesty bill that's not two million but amnesty bill for four oh, million yeah. that's a magnet why not let me just get inside let me get into El Norte and we'll figure it out they they're, pay, like they pay. Said, we're not we're not demonizing these people they're 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 the most rational actor in this drama um, because the Republican response is not rational because it's weak and it's sad. It's weak and it's sad, and that's because a lot of the donors want the invasion. 
They want more consumers. They want cheaper labor. Okay, let's be blunt about it. The Walmarts of the world, right. they got they got no problem whatsoever. What is it? Twenty five or thirty percent of Walmart's uh, customers don't even have a bank account. It's all cash. That would be the illegal aliens. They're, they're quite fine. The Walmarts of the world and the retail of the world are quite okay with an invasion of your southern border. More consumers and cheaper labor. Off the books, cheap labor. That's the scam. Yeah. Uh, that, that, the the all, states all of emergency we're going to be tracking. Yeah, ahead, all that sir. talk coming out of Congress right now about amnesties and uh, you know the, the, all the great things that they're going to give the immigrants coming across is probably the most powerful uh, incentive next to the to the elimination of Title Forty Two. It's a double barrel shotgun. Talk out of Congress end of Forty Two. Watch for states of emergency and a federal bailout. Yep. Already, New York's oh. already asked for a billion dollars, the mayor. States of emergency bailout. Todd, what are your coordinates? T. Bensman at Getter. Please follow me there. And I'm on Truth Social, Todd Bensman, Truth Social. My book is not out yet. It's coming in February about what started this whole thing and how it all, uh, you know, coalesced into where we are now. Overrun, it's available for pre-order anywhere books are sold online. Todd, thank you very much. Honored Thank to have you. you on here, Anthony. What, Anthony? What is your uh, what's your coordinates? How do people get to you on social media and follow your reporting? Uh, you guys can follow me on Getter at Real Anthony. Uh, follow us across on Real America's Voice News app and on Twitter Aguero for Texas, sir. And really quick, just to emphasize on that, sure. On on the on the Republican thing, uh, I I've given up on Biden and his administration. However. Republicans here in Texas need to hold Governor Abbott accountable. This guy is in working directly as part of the Uni Party. He is not helping the, the country or the state by shipping these people further up north. He is furthering helping the Democrats gain seats in the House. So we need to hold Governor Abbott accountable and people need to open their eyes to what this guy is really doing. To 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 touch on that point on on his donors exactly look at the donors the Koch brothers open border advocates just because a guy has an R next to his name does not mean he's a Republican he's soft and we need to get to the bottom of it and we need to hold him accountable. Anthony, I couldn't say it better. Thank you very much, brother. Appreciate you being on. Let's go ahead and play the call. I got cash. I got cash Patel. Uh, let me have the uh, let's have the uh, call open for cash. The censorship cartel must be dismantled and destroyed, and it must happen immediately. And here's my plan. First, within hours of my inauguration, I will sign an executive order banning any federal department or agency from colluding with any organization, business, or person to censor, limit, categorize, or impede the lawful speech of American citizens. I will then ban federal money from being used to label domestic speech as mis- or disinformation. And I will begin the process of identifying and firing every federal bureaucrat who has engaged in domestic censorship, directly or indirectly, whether they are the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Health, Human Services, the FBI, the DOJ, no matter who they are. Second, I will order the Department of Justice to investigate all parties involved in the new online censorship regime, which is absolutely destructive and terrible, and to aggressively prosecute any and all crimes identified. 
These include possible violations of federal civil rights law, campaign finance laws, federal election law, securities law, and antitrust laws, the Hatch Act, and a host of other potential criminal, civil, regulatory, and constitutional offenses. To assist in these efforts, I am urging House Republicans to immediately send preservation letters. And we have to do this right now. Okay, bringing in Cash Patel. Yesterday, there was an incredibly powerful seven-minute video from the president talking about a series of policies, Cash. Uh, yeah. We had Darren Beatty on last night. Darren said he thought it was one of the most powerful policy and we just talked about Remain in Mexico, where P- President Trump had a series of policies that secured the southern border to the degree it can be secured. This uh, was very powerful yesterday. Tell our audience what it all means. Look, uh, it's great to be back with you, Steve. It's at the center of everybody's life now, especially with Elon's Twitter files and people learning what free speech actually means and why Donald Trump started Truth Social and how fake the fake news is. Nobody in modern history as a president or presidential candidate has stood up and put out a policy platform talking about getting after free speech and clearing off the censorship decks at the FBI, DOJ, DOD, and others. So this is one of the most powerful policy speeches I've ever seen. And one of the things that has to happen that the that the president included in that video is the elimination and destruction of Section 230. And for those of you that don't know, Section 230 is a federal law that gives people like Twitter uh, face cover when they are allowed to defame other individuals in and around America and across the world, for that matter. That means Twitter is basically exempted from putting out lies. Lies like election rigging lies or lies like they did against me and Devin during Russiagate or what have you. And that has to come down so the American people can have a free speech platform, but also can have the ability to clear their names when you are wrongfully defamed like I was by the likes of Fiona Hill, Alexander Vindman and so many other uh, fake news media uh, warriors. So this is a great first step. And I hope there are many more policy videos like this from the president in the coming months. Cash, uh, the president talked about he would do this as the first thing he would do uh, on the 20th of January, 2025. We can't wait that long. What can the House Republicans in the House, in your mind, do immediately starting on the afternoon of January 3rd, sir? Well, you know, the president touched on it. He said said preservation letters now, and that's a good start. But what should be going on right now is the subpoena machine should be getting warmed up right now. Not one subpoena, thousands. The Democrats have shown us on the unselect committee the power of a congressional subpoena. So send them to every free speech hater in the world, all the companies, all the people, Twitter, Yoel Roth, Vijay Agata, the whole crew, Jack Dorsey, everybody there and everyone else that blockaded and put out disinformation, Adam Schiff. Eric Swalwell, send it to the press who put out knowingly false information to help rig a presidential election. Once you issue those subpoenas to the private sector, at the same time, you issue those subpoenas to the public sector. You hit FBI, you hit DOJ, you hit all the government gangsters at these institutions that worked with the Twitters of the world to censor and blockade free speech. And you take their money at Congress when these government gangsters don't comply. And the next day they will show up with the documents and those documents, the corrupt emails and memorandum agreements between the FBI and DOJ and places like Twitter. I'm telling you, I've been saying it forever, are going to come out and they're going to show the level of corruption, not just in the private sector, 
but in the public sector, like there was during Russiagate, and it's going to be the same crew at FBI and DOJ running this organized crime, as I call it, against Americans who side with America First Policy. Organized crime by government gangsters. Jack Dorsey said, hey, they came in and muscled him in. It was a government-controlled operation. Short break. We're going to finish up with cash on the other side. We got the Mike Lindell in the house next in the war room. Offers for free iPhones are usually too good to be true. Just like freedom itself, nothing in life is free. Mobile phone companies not only lock you into long-term contracts, but they also build the price of the phone into your bill with hidden fees. With Patriot Mobile, they can show you how to get the same iPhone interest-free without the games and no contract. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks because they use the same towers as the major carriers. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. Patriot Mobile also offers a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to either of the three major carriers they provide for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. That's B-A-N-N-O-N. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values or our country, support a company that does. Patriot Mobile. You get there by going to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome back uh, to War Room. Got cash, but uh, cash. There's been two different reports by House Committee. One, Republicans have put out about uh, their belief that the Intelligence Committee will be able to show or knows that the, the CCP COVID virus started in the Wuhan lab. There's another one just came out by Democrats. It looks like they're trying, they're, they're using a, a screen of saying the intel agencies, but they're really going after President Trump yourself and other Trump appointees about not doing enough. Explain explain exactly what's going on, because this is going to be such a huge deal, starting with the new Congress. It absolutely is. And look, I, let's rewind the clock. I was deputy director of national intelligence for President Trump when the COVID outbreak occurred. And I remember myself and Rick Grinnell, the acting DNI at the time, walked into the Oval Office like we did on a weekly basis and gave the presidential daily briefing to the president of the United States. And without getting into the classified intelligence, we briefed the president on a matter regarding COVID in February of that year. A week later, the president, I believe, based on actual intelligence, shut down travel to and from China writ large. And everyone called us racist. They called him racist. And he was acting like he always did on national security matters based on intelligence. And what these committees need to do is put that intelligence out to the world and declassify it. Because now there's no longer any need for that information to be classified. I agreed back then when we were starting looking at this information, we needed to protect certain things. But now the world needs to know where the China virus came from. I have said from day one, it came from the CCP and the Wuhan laboratory. That was my belief. And I'm saying President Trump acted on intelligence that was given to him at the time by Rick Grinnell and I and others. 
And it was the right decision then. And for the Democrats to come in now and do Monday morning quarterbacking and say, no, no, no. All that we have to do is get these committees in Congress to put out the intelligence and show President Trump was right. And had the public and media reported on it correctly, here's the kicker, Steve, millions more lives would have been saved. But they didn't want to do it because it was President Trump doing the acting um, with courage based on actual intelligence. Do you believe you can have hearings on a declassified basis so the whole country can actually see about the Wuhan lab, the timing of the uh, intelligence and exactly what happened here? Do you think you can do it in a declassified way that we could learn about this more than just leaks to the Washington Post and selected um, intelligence supporting media, sir? Yeah, and here's the power of Congress, which most people don't know. They have the authority, certain committees like the Intel Committee and others, to declassify documents from the executive branch. So we don't have to wait for this Biden administration, which will never act to do the job. They can go to the well of Congress and read the documents out and never be prosecuted. That is their authority. They also have rules in Congress to declassify uh, documents and reports uh, based on public interest. And they rarely, if ever, use them. And that's something that people should be calling for from Kevin McCarthy, who's lining up to be Speaker of the House and these other leaders. You mu- if you want that job, you must say to the American people, I'm going to promise to declassify this and all other information, and then I'm going to have public hearings on it so the American people can be told the truth on COVID origins and the CCP's involvement and everything related to the Wuhan laboratory and how Fauci made a fortune during this entire roadshow that he put on of false information. Do you believe also that we can show and actually have a, a, an adult conversation about the reality, which is the bioweapons program, the offensive bioweapons program of the Chinese Communist Party and the People's Liberation Army, sir? Yeah, I'm glad that, um, you know, this this subject has sort of caused the media to finally cover the CCP's most lethal, one of their most lethal operations. It's not just military operations and intel based operations, but their bioweapons program. They literally are doing and the U.S. under Fauci gave them money for gain of function research. That's fancy language in medical speak for bioweapons. It's literally creating the the deadliest viruses in the world and seeing what they're going to do with them. Why would a country like China want to create literally viruses you see on the movies like Mission Impossible and whatnot? It's because they want to deploy them against their enemies when and if they feel appropriate. So we need to get on it and we need to start taking away the funding to the CCP that goes directly to these efforts that is against American interests. Amazing. Uh, Cash, how do people get to your writings and to your Substack and all of it, your podcast, your show, all of it? Yeah. Uh, basically go to fightwithcash.com. Fightwithcash.com with a K is where I live. And uh, um, I'm on Truth Social at Cash. Give me a follow there. I constantly put out information on that and on my show, Cash's Corner. And plotagainsttheking.com. Still got time for your Christmas spectacular books. Russiagate. Election Integrity Plot Against the King, 2000 Mules, I did with Dinesh D'Souza. Donald Trump made these books the number one books in the world, and he's calling to put them in every library and every classroom in America. Start by putting wow. them in your Christmas tree. PlotAgainstTheKing.com. Sign books and mugs. Go there now. The second executive order after the misinformation and the uh, and the disinformation is the Plot Against the King executive order. Cash, <laughs> audience loves you. We love you, brother. Thank you very much for fighting. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. By the way, the gain of function, uh, the Fauci experiments took took the virus one hundred evolution one hundred fifty thousand years in the future. I think that's what Andrew Huff says in his book about the Wuhan lab. One hundred fifty thousand years. Yeah, you really need that in a lab in China. That's what you need banging around. 
Let's bring in Mike Lindell. Mike, I've got you. You're running for RNC chair, and there's a lot of discussion out there about the expenses and all this. I know you want to. You, you were here yesterday. You got some updates, but I got to ask you. I think you're probably one of the most impressed people in the country by the tech apparatus to shut you down and to take your voice. It wasn't until you got involved in election integrity. As soon as you got involved in election integrity, you became a pariah. Up until then, uh, it was fine. You were everywhere. So walk us through when you hear you saw the president's seven minute video yesterday about what he's going to do when he when he's reelected. Give me your thoughts on this. Well, I think it's an absolutely uh, long-needed uh, thing we have to do. And, Steve, it was even before uh, I got all the evidence for the election with the machines and stuff. Uh, in fact, I was just texting uh, Alan Duke. I said, Alan, are you getting worried you're going to be going to prison? And uh, anyway, right right before the 2020 <laughs> hold election. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Tell people who Alan Duke is. You just texted him. <laughs> is he worried about going to prison? Explain Alan, to the audience Duke who Alan Duke is. <laughs> Yeah, Alan Duke is the Facebook fact checker. He he has five, four employees, him and his buddy Martin, that oversees everybody. They own lead stories. They're the ones that cover up. They're the ones that actually do the censorship. They covered me up. They, uh, when I put out my movies, they said contains nudity and porn. Alan Duke is a traitor to the United States. He's right up there with Brad Raffenberger and a lot of them. Um, but he... Uh, I'm just texting him right now, Steve, because he's had all the evidence that he was supposed to put out and he never did. He just suppressed that. Um, right before right before the uh, 2020 election, you guys, I couldn't even have my face on Facebook in the MyPillow ads. It just came out that Twitter, if you had the word MyPillow, you were flagged. They were all flagged. He just did a dump file, what, a few days ago about MyPillow. This is disgusting. When you attack my employees, uh, over 2,000 employees they have, and Alan Duke's been doing this for a long time on Facebook, covering up anything my pillow or Mike Lindell puts out. It's shameful, Steve, what they've done to our um, to this country. The, the fact checkers, it's and the suppression. Um, By on way, Twitter, you're, 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 hang on. Your your first suppression came out. Correct me wrong about hydroxychloroquine and about the, the about the pandemic. Correct. No, no. The uh, when I first got suppressed was uh, well, at the Rose Garden speech when I talked about spending time and reading our Bibles and stuff. There, that started it. Then I came out with uh, I was Seratavir. It was a therapeutic that I'd heard worked. I put millions of dollars into it to give it away, give it out, and then I was just attacked and taken down off um, platforms and uh, or at least suppressed on platforms. I used to have. 50,000 people live stream on Facebook. Now I get maybe 50. Um, as, you know, and this was Alan Duke. Alan Duke started to attack me, the Facebook fact checkers, in the summer of 20. Uh, the summer of 20. People forget how powerful that is. But Lindell went in and gave the Rose Garden speech, held up the Bible. Next thing you know, they're trying to ban him from, uh, from social media. Talk to me about your run for uh, RNC. Uh, any latest developments? And this is like a firefight now over these expenses. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, I learned something. The biggest thing I, I learned was the, uh, the the cost of acquisition from a donor. If you Because, I, I, Steve, I was a donor back in the day with Rana. I gave her money. I expected me, you know, here, uh, this 100000 I would think that, you know, maybe 90-some thousand would go to the cause, not 60000 It's a 40% acquisition rate or to be able to get the donor dollar. In other words, 40 cents for every dollar goes where? 
Are you are you paying that much for your for your um, to go out and get these donors for the people that are the uh, solicitors for this money? I don't know. I got to look into that, Steve. If I get in there, I've also learned another thing: is there's no, it's not a communication structure. As I've been talking to these 168, you know, I've run a huge company. I ran huge companies, and I go, where's the communication? How do I get to hear from you guys? To the input, so we're all making decisions together. Obviously, 168 heads are better than one. And and they go, oh, there's nothing like that here. There's no structure. Maybe you call Rana's cell phone, and you're lucky if you get through. And and uh, and then she's the Almighty, and she decides where what if she's going to give you anything or not. It's very interesting, Steve. She's been she's been giving out um, of the last year a lot of favors to different uh, states where she never did it before. Kind of strange. You know, we needed all this money for states like Arizona and Cary Lake down there and all these these things going on with our 2020 midterm or 2022 midterms. And she's out spending money on other things that she should have spent before. And uh, and then all and then we've seen all the frivolous money that was spent that came out in the news yesterday. That's everywhere. And uh, a lot of these a lot of these committee people are very concerned over that. They didn't know they have they don't have access uh, uh, to uh, a lot of where the money's spent, and they hear about this when the reports come out, like we all do. So what is your pitch? We got a couple of minutes here. We can hold you. What is what is your essential to these 168 people that make the decisions? Three from every state to 150. Then you get territories and some other well, at large. What is your pitch? Yeah, I tell them this is my wheelhouse. I've, uh, I'm I've, I'm a uniter where I can put the, all of us together. I view every I'm going to view every donor like the only like my only donor, just like I do my company. You know, each one of these states is a. Uh, you know, I'll be able to go to the state. They want to raise money. That's my wheelhouse. I'll raise money. I'll get you all the money you need when, when you know, going there and doing events. I was doing this before, Steve, for the RNC and stuff, where I would go out and speak and stuff and bring in and help bring in money. And and now it's just be doing it on a bigger scale. I, that's, you know, I, um, I don't need to take a salary and I'm not going to. I'm going to put it right back into the RNC so it's not money driven. I want to help save our country. These decisions have to be made, and uh, the decisions have to be made by everybody getting everybody's input. And where we silo everything out in its own problem. Here's the problem. Here's the solution, and what will it manifest to? Um, I seen John Rich on Tucker last night. He said it like it is. All the inner circle, the lawyers that are there for the uh, for these, uh, uh, who's ever advising Ronna McDaniel, they should just be gone. They, the promises that have been made when you when you take money from donors and you say we're going to look into these election crimes and these election integrity and you do zero that's that's false advertising that's I mean most companies you would you'd be uh it'd be borderline fraud I really would be and I've been telling them all I'm gonna this is I will be able to go to these donors and. Right now, Steve, they're done. Most of them are going to be done. And they, we have to save the save our party, save our country. And I've been talking to one after another, and they're all in agreement. They all I haven't heard one yet that says, well, I have. I've had two that said they're going to stick with Rana because she gave them money for their state uh, for the first time. Hang on. We're going to take a short commercial break. Mike Lindell on the other side. Taking down the CCP Spread the word all through Hong Kong 
covidtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. covidtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly 250 grand. And covidtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Your host, Stephen K. Bass. I guess we're not going to do getter. That's okay. Welcome back. Uh, so, Lindell, um, Ron, would, I think they put out an email to their to the 168 about a breakdown of people don't understand these numbers. There's there's more context to it, et cetera. But to your pitch of of why you're the guy, you know, she there she's arguing on her TV hits that hey, she's it was five million more votes. She's done the best job ever in voter registration, big get-out-the-vote machine, and election integrity, although you're probably the expert in that. What is your counter to that? What, what are you telling the 168? Why does it have to be Mike Lindell, and why now? Well, I've been working two years on the election uh, called platforms. This is the biggest problem we have in our country. We have the, we have the most unsecure elections in the world, Steve, in the world. And uh, Rana... Um, she could, she's not, you can't give her credit for getting the people that vote that turn out for voting. They turned out because they care about our country and they see what's happening in our country. She didn't bother and go, hey, we got election problems here. Maybe machines, early voting. We have we have uh, vote dirty voter rolls, everything, lawsuits. See, there's over 50 lawsuits going on in this country right now by citizens like me. And where's the RNC? This is disgusting, and this is what has to change. You can bring out all the people you want. You can bring out all the people you want, but if you can't, if you can't, um, um, if you can't have a, a fair playing field there, if you're not having, if they're just going to add more names to it, I don't care if you turn out a million. Hey, just type in 1.2 million. This has to change, and you have to, and and it will change fast. We've been, and by the way, see, we've been working from the bottom up. With the uh, you know the precinct strategy, uh, all the precincts being filled, you work the RNC and you build it on the way up, and now we have to fix it all the way through from the top down. And it will. This isn't going to be a long-term change. This is going to be immediate because we're so far ahead of the of the game here. We're two years ahead of where if they started today because they have done nothing. Okay, uh, Mike, how, what's your, what are your coordinates? How do people uh, follow you? How do they get to you and in, in your on your journey? to be chairman of the RNC. 
Well, every uh, Monday through Friday on Frank's speech on Lindale TV at 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. And then you can find me on Getter at Mike Lindell and True Social at Mike Lindell. Mike, thank you uh, very much for joining us. Quite interesting. Thank you, sir. Yep. Yep. Thanks. The fighter, Mike Lindell. I want to bring in Kurt Schlister. He's a senior columnist for Town Hall, a former Army uh, Colonel Infantry Officer. Kurt, you were volunt- You came to uh, Nevada right after 3 November 2020 because you're a lawyer too, kind of urgently to volunteer to get to the bottom of how Nevada was stolen uh, from President Trump. Can you walk us through those first couple of days when you were there? Well, it was a real interesting thing, Steve. I was, uh, uh, the day after the election, I'm sitting in a diner uh, enjoying my breakfast, and I get a call from Rick Grinnell, and he says, Kurt, I need you in uh, Las Vegas. So I hop in my uh, fine German touring machine and go tearing across the desert from Los Angeles. (laughs) And um, uh, we're all meeting up at the Venetian. There's a uh, complex of war rooms. Uh, I walk in, and I meet the RNC lawyer, the singular one guy, you have six decisive points in the battle, you know, Las Vegas being one of them, you know, Atlanta, Philadelphia, a couple other cities. And uh, Rona McDaniel had a lawyer there. Now, he was a great lawyer. He is a great lawyer. Uh, he brought his dog. That was nice. Uh, but the battlefield was not prepared. It was an absolute fiasco in the sense that it was totally not prepared. Instead, you had a bunch of people trying to not only build, not only conduct the operation, but to actually uh, build the logistical foundation. What should have happened, as I've written before in uh, uh, columns and uh, some of my books, is that there should have effectively been a law firm on the ground where you have a a complete integrated system. You know, you have your uh, admin staff, you have your paralegals, you have your lawyers, you have a game plan, you're running operations. And in fact, I did a lot of operations running when I was there. I was back to being a uh, a brigade S3, uh, trying to get things organized because it hadn't been prepared by the RNC. And yeah, I want uh, uh, hang, Kurt, hang on for a second. I just want to be sure. You, you get there afterwards. You get a call from Ambassador Grinnell. You drive yes. up to Vegas. You get there. It's a sense of urgency, right? This yes. is an emergency, but it's after the election. And you're telling me that none of this had been prepared weeks and weeks ahead of time? We, we're, we're very much beyond the power curve. And of course, I don't want to talk about specifics of the legal stuff, but, uh, you know, absolutely unsatisfactory because that was one, you know, we knew everyone should have known and not like the day before, not like the week before, months before, a year before that one of the key battlegrounds is going to be Las Vegas. One of the key battlegrounds is going to be Philadelphia. One is going to be Detroit. You go down by the numbers. And the RNC had simply not prepared the battlefield for what was coming lawsuits that needed to be filed hadn't been filed um laws that needed to but be even but 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 more importantly you're saying things haven't even been drafted or think because normally you lawyers are ready to go at a moment's notice but you've already done you, a bunch have of the have research. A bunch, you have to have a bunch of lawyers there with the mission and the funding and the support but you know funding that could have gone for uh lawyers is a Apparently going for first class air travel. You know, I've not not how I'd spend my resources. Uh, how long? A, uh, you know, an infantry commander. By, by the, resources are we everything. want you. 
we want you to hold through the break, but I have a question. How many you volunteered showed up there? Yeah. How many days? How many days or weeks did you, did you stay with the team there? I stayed about five days. I caught COVID. Uh, we were working very cramped quarters, very long hours uh, for no money. And look, I'm a civil trial lawyer in Los, a- uh, Los Angeles. My my hourly rate is freaking outrageous. Uh, and they got a lot of free work out of me, which is fine. And they got a lot of free work out of other people. And uh, of course, we didn't even get a thanks. Instead, you know, I have some little ankle biting Rona minion on Twitter complaining about me. That's 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 my thanks. Way to motivate the troops, Rona. Great job. Uh, time to move on. You're 0 5. You've failed. Now, Steve, you're a surface warfare officer. If a guy failed five times in a row, is he going to steer your ship? Of course, <laughs> I don't think he's so. going to go find another uh, job. Kurt, hang on for one second. We're going to take a short commercial break. 90 seconds. We're going to come back. I think we're going to play the cold. Tucker was on this topic last night. I think we're going to play a cold open for Kurt. I think we also have Amanda Milius is going to join us. Play a cold open from Tucker. Get back to Kurt, the senior uh, columnist at Town Hall and one of the volunteers that was called to arms, rallied in Nevada to try to save what was obviously stolen from Donald J. Trump. All next in the war room. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only ninety nine ninety five plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to sat, that's S-A-T, 123.com sat123.com slash Bannon and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's sat123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. 